Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mates. Mike and Tom eat snacks. Michael Ian Black, Tom Cavanaugh, eating snacks for your pleasure. Not for our pleasure. We don't need to eat snacks. We don't need to. Uh, we, could, we could eat any number of things. We could eat cabbage. Cabbage can be a snack. Oh, don't, don't, don't look at me like that. I have a bone to pick with you, and it's it, not because of the cabbage. What? Coming in today to uh, Mates Worldwide Headquarters... Um, our producer Ian and I were just really all a Twitter. Because <laughs> Twitter. And we were a Twitter over the possibility that you would announce that maybe you were a spokesman for a foodstuffs place. And, uh, and, and it turns out that maybe you're not. You, I thought, were going to walk in here going, hey. Who wants free Taco Bell? Well, what, wait, why would you think that? Because, as you know, I am not uh, much of a purveyor of the internet. Mm-mm. So news doesn't get to me. I check my email twice a week and people find that maddening. You, however, have a website, mm-hmm. a, a Gmail account. <laughs> um, you if, have, if you can believe it, yeah. I do have a Gmail account. You have, uh, you have a blog. Um, you have... Albums on the internet, comedy albums, you have... I spend a fair amount of time on the internet, I think is your you point. You play poker for 16 hours a day when the missus ain't around? Uh, you're, yes. Okay, 18 hours yes, a day. Yes, thank you. Thank you, you're welcome. <laughs> I do like a story, folks, where Michael started playing poker and then the lights went down. And then the lights came back up. That one I liked. I don't know what you're that is. You were Kitchen Island one time and the, the, the missus and the kids were elsewhere. And uh, you started in the afternoon playing poker, then it got dark, then it got light, and you were still playing poker. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't remember that, but, but that, that probably happened more than Folks, once. Folks, let me clear up online poker. Look, I'm not as dumb as I made myself out to be, but that works for me. But the thing was, I didn't know that you are still in Taco Bell limbo. I don't think uh, I am in Taco Bell. what we're talking about here because – They're not viewers, Tom. I – I know that. Self-initiated a campaign on Twitter to become – the spokesman for Taco Bell. I did this for a couple reasons. I was curious to see if, if, if a tangible result could be achieved through using social media like this. Uh, I enjoy Taco Bell, so they were the perfect target for me. Mm-hmm. And third, I am unemployed. Right. That, and third really is first. For that, the primary reason was I thought maybe Taco Bell will give me money. Yeah. If I ask, maybe they'll give me money. Well – Hats off to you because you were clever in how you went about it. Um, folks, you can – There was nothing clever about it, Tom. I'll explain I, what was clever. I'll be, the, I'll be the decider of what was clever and fine. what wasn't in this instance, if you don't mind, Michael. Thank you. Just hold your tongue for a minute. What he did, folks, was uh, – you've heard of this thing, YouTube? 
You probably haven't. It's not you. It's Y O U. Okay, and people broadcast. I think the, most of the people probably have heard mm, of it. I don't. You know, I beg to disagree. Oh, you really are. Well, you're crotchety making today. you're making me grumpy. You're crotchety. You're making me cantankerous. So what he did, folks, was he posted a video, which y'all can do on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, of himself, and in which said video he requests from this president, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. He requests from this president uh, the post of Taco Bell spokesman. He requests that Barack, President better, Obama, better call him Mr. Barack. I uh, no, his, you would not call him Mr. Barack. <laughs> you, that's not how you would refer. You would call him Mr. President. This president enjoys a good pickup basketball game, and you sure. know I do too. So if we're on the court, would I say, if I'm open, wouldn't I? Would it be not be better to go, Mr. Brock, Mr. Brock? No, you'd say better to go. You'd say, give me the rock, B Rock, B Rock, B Rock. On the on the court, I'd call him B Rock, B Rock. Mm-hmm. What's the rock stand for? Barack. It's just the, the the second syllable of his first name, and and then you'd make a pun because the rock. Give me is the, the rock, B Rock. Yeah, hit me, B Rock. So. When you uh, requested of B-Rock... No, 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 President Obama. We're not on the court now. Ah, you didn't do the request on the court. Nope. Okay. So you talked to this president. Right. And you requested of this president the post, and you did it by YouTube. And uh, my favorite part of it, two things. You had little tiny images when you would reference something in, over the course of the video. You sat and you did what, what looked like a presidential address, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And you... It was a very officious and uh, formal request. Yes. You were dressed in a suit, coat, yes. um, and tie. Yes. And I placed you, an American flag behind me. You placed an American flag behind you. And you made reference to a couple of things. My favorite thing was when you uh, referenced um, Joe Biden. Uh-huh. And you had a 0.4-second screenshot of Biden clutching the knee of a state trooper. Yes. <laughs> Sort of grabbing the thigh of a state trooper. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> my, my favorite thing. Um, it, it, was, it was extremely, extremely well done. Um, my second favorite thing is that the, at the end of the address, you got up and you walked off camera. It, it was revealed that you were not wearing pants. Well, of course not. I mean, it, you, you almost can't be wearing pants in that situation, right? Exactly right. But a nice decision to wear boxers. I think uh, in that situation... The comedy is lost somewhat if you're pantsless, but also you're... you're well, you're it's the president. I'm talking to the president. Yeah, you're not on the court. No. Um, but then that thing kind of caught fire. Uh, people were checking it out. People were enjoying it. It, it, was, it, was, it was kind of a cool kind of sensation. And one of the things I read on the internet was that someone was saying, look, this is the best use of social media, and this is a new thing now. People are now going, this guy's going to get that job. If it, it had worked... For, it, looked like, it looked like for a bit you made a second address... Yeah. Then people started doing imitation videos. Yeah, a little bit. And I was, I was, you were, at, you, you know what it was? It was a groundswell to get you onto the pulpit of Taco Bell. Taco Bell. And D- they, they declined my services. Well, you don't know for sure. We're still talking. Well, not really talking. I'm talking. I'm hoping. I'm wishful. They haven't said, they haven't uh, put a definitive no on it, but there's been a lot of silence from Taco Your Bell's second end. video was chastising this president a little bit and that you had not been appointed and it had been two days. Right. The second video was a little bit – it had a little bit of an edge to it because mm. I had not heard from the president, president or anybody in his administration. Right. So you then, I, then ha- I wrote You would have been happy to, to hear from H-Rod. You would have been happy to hear from pretty much 
Anybody in the administration. Anybody in the administration, that's all I needed to hear. Even if, even if the answer had been no. At least I know as a citizen that they were taking my concerns seriously. But what I do like and why I think you did show that social, social media, uh, well, at least it did play a huge role in this in that Taco Bell did contact you, correct? Yes, they did. They said, we're listening. Right. What amounts to we're listening. Tantamount to we're listening. Right. They were, and they also said, if I'm not mistaken, we're intrigued. They did. But I felt a little played. Because then there was no real, real follow-up. They just, I think they were stringing me along a little bit because I was giving them a lot of attention online. So I stopped. I wrote a letter to my congressman after the second presidential video <laughs> to Jim Himes, who's my congressman in Connecticut there, uh, requesting that he check in with the administration to see why they hadn't responded to my request to be the spokesman for Taco Bell. You wanted this congressman to ask this president yes. why there was... Right. I wrote, no, more, no more dialogue. That's right. I wrote to this congressman to ask this president why this fast food chain hadn't responded to my request. Did this congressman respond to this He request? did not. This congressman did not. Now, I, I can I, tell you that if, the, if you were back in the city, as we say, uh, I think that your congressman probably would, you would have gotten a knock on your apartment door. I don't know. I think so. You mean to, for him to have a sit down with me and explain to me that he had spoken to the administration? Exactly right. It seems to me on you know, a federal level, a, uh, like a on, on a federal a level, in the executive branch, I understand that there's a lot of things that the, this, this president has to deal with. This president has a full plate, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, on the other hand, this president was elected by the people and he's there to serve that the people. That was my point. Mm. That was my point. Furthermore, I made the point that I had given his campaign uh, $20, $20, as I recall, yeah, his early presidential campaign, and had asked for nothing in return up to that point. And if every person who voted for this president gave him $20, the man's earning 20% on a beach in Cancun. Oh, he'd be, do, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be swimming in it. Yeah. He'd be doing great. He, he probably is. He is doing great. He's doing great. I, I heard he had a vacation over there uh, in Massachusetts. I'm sure he did. In the vineyard. Yeah, probably got a discount on it too. And I heard he rented a big old house. I, I, Look, nothing That would not surprise me at all. This president is living the high life because of... Me. Because of you. Thank you. Because of me and people like me. And I'm not – I don't consider myself a special interest. I'm not calling him all day. I'm not banging on the door saying, I gave you money. Do this for me. Do that for me. Right. No. I asked right. for one thing. One thing. One fairly simple thing. It's a phone call for that guy. Yeah. It, it, to be honest with you, I feel like it can be a phone call from – the person, okay, that's the person what I'm saying. manning his desk. That's why I'm saying it doesn't have to be from I'm him. Calling it can be from, from anybody in this administration. the Oval Office. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, someone's calling from the Oval Office. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. Hello? Yes, hello. I'm calling from uh, this president's office. Right. I'm calling on behalf of, of, this president. of the president mm-hmm. of the United States of America. It would be in our interest and probably the interest of this great country – to see Mr. Michael Ian Black appointed the spokesman of your fine company, sir. Great. Great. Done. Great. We would, we would love to. Great. We'll work out all the other stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. Done. Yeah. And it's not like Taco Bell's getting the short end of the stick here. I would do a great job for Taco Bell. I kind of feel like he is walking on, on, the, on the walk to Air Force One, on those 20 yards that it takes him to walk across right. the tarmac. Somebody hands he him a make, cell phone. Yeah, boom. Call me. He doesn't have to, make, he doesn't have to dial the numbers. He's done before he steps up the iron uh, steps. It's It's – Five seconds out of the guy's day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with you. If the president – if this president were to say, 
Michael, I love you. Everybody loves you. I feel this is not a good fit. Right. If you're not the right okay. man for the job, okay. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? I'm the right guy for the job. I feel you are. I've done, I, and I and I and I mentioned this in my videos. I've got a lot of uh, I've got a lot of history and background doing this sort of work for companies. Yeah. Very successfully, with the exception of Pets.com, which I drove out of business. Apart Other from than that, that, apart from that, though, I look at your work at Klondike, your work at Sierra Mist. I did some Allstate fine, commercials. Fine representative. I did some Wrigley's commercials. Like I've done a bunch of commercials. Yeah, it's nobody's not like, complained. It's not like when you get there, people are going to say, "Michael, you ready to shoot the commercial?" And you'd be like, "What's yeah, a commercial? What's a commercial?" No, Michael, you we're ready for you and hair and makeup. You'd be like, "Got it. I know what hair and makeup is." Hey, Michael, you want to hang in the green room? Got it. I'll be in the green room. You wouldn't be walking around looking for a green-colored room. No, no, you'd be you'd be a fine representative, right, Michael? Uh, you know, here's a taco. Here's how we'd like you to hold the taco. Guess what, guys? I already know how, how guys, to hold the taco. Don't tell me, guys. I'm fine. You don't have to tell, waste your time telling me how to hold the taco. I know how to hold the taco. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to unwrap the chalupa. I know how to. I know how to do all of it. Yeah, I was a little. Uh, I mean, frankly, a little jealous because. You know, when I saw what you'd done, I thought, this is so smart. And I wanted to be the Taco Bell spokesman, but I realized you were a better pick than I was. You were a better man than the job. And so you'd I threw also my support be, fully you. would you. also be a very good not Taco Bell. Not as good. Not as good. Not as good. No, not but as good. you would we be agree. a very good Taco Bell spokesman. I don't think – yeah, but if, if it's not you, it's nobody as far as I'm Here's concerned. Here's the thing though. I have a passion for Taco Bell yeah. that Mark Wahlberg, who apparently is now doing Taco Bell commercials – Don't tell me that. Mark Wahlberg, who apparently is now doing Taco Bell commercials. I asked you not to tell me that. I don't think he shares my commitment and passion to the product. Are you telling me that Mark Wahlberg is, is a spokesman for Taco Bell? Yeah. A new spokesman? Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Whoa. Wait, since you put your viral video... To, yes. Huh? Yes. So they had a spokesman. I thought you were just lobbying for the spokesman position without I it being was. open. There was no idea. I didn't idea. know there was a spokesman. I didn't. There wasn't. So wait. So to talk about, sit down and go, you know what? A spokesman isn't a bad idea. Who, who, who can we get? No. What I think happened is coincidentally, yeah. as I was launching my campaign, uh-huh. they were literally shooting commercials with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, okay. It was a coincidence. I didn't know. I can tell you something that I know for a fact. You come much cheaper than him. No shit. And I wonder if those guys were sitting there going, ah, oh, we could have had black. For a fraction of what we're paying Marky what is, Mark. what is Wahlberg doing that for? He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the work. I have to tell you, I find that kind of thing a little bit infuriating sometimes. Like, I get why MC Hammer did Taco Bell commercials. Sure. And I can see why he would do them now. Yeah. But he'd when work I, even, he'd when work even I cheaper hear than me. Brian Cox doing voiceovers, I'm like, come on, man. Mm. Why? Brian Cox needs the money. No, he doesn't. Wahlberg doesn't need the money. That's my point. Wahlberg has a lot more money than Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Mike and Tom eat snacks on the internet. Uh, I would like to introduce today's... Um, today we're going to start with... Uh, it's a great name. Um, you know why? See if you can guess what it is, folks. You ready? Oh, I know. What? Uh... Come on. I bet right now... 96% up. of our viewership. I know it's not viewership. 7-Up. Why 7-Up? Com- wasn't there a commercial for 7-Up where they used to do that? I can't do it. At least make an effort. Stick your finger in your mouth, for God's sake. My finger has been... Okay. 
I just took a poo before the podcast. <laughs> I know you did, but you didn't wash your hands? No. <sighs> you got to wash your hands. And we're going we're gonna to be handling food. Yeah, I should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, but you should, even if you're not handling food, after you take a poo, you should wash your hands. I should have thought of that. And now on your hands, and now we're about to eat food. And what we're going to eat, folks, is Pop-Tarts. 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 I'm pretty pleased about that. Well, it's a classic it's, snack. It's, and not only is it a classic snack, it's a happy snack. Nothing happier. <laughs> we're going to have a little Pop-Tarts. Yeah, I don't want to do that because I, I got shit No, you can't do that and you shouldn't be sticking your fingers in your mouth. I guess I've always thought of Pop-Tarts as kind of a kid snack. Sure, but, of course. But I, you know, I feel like plenty of adults eat Pop-Tarts. I feel that you're right though. That's considered uh, a kid snack. I don't – I'm now trying to wonder when I've – why and when I've ever had a Pop-Tart because I can't recall ever buying them. And yet you've had thousands I've of I've had them. thousands of Pop-Tarts. Why is that? Are you the same way? Yeah. No, although uh, I have on occasion in my life bought Pop-Tarts. Uh-huh. Even even as an adult, even uh, a pre-marriage, pre-children, I've bought Pop-Tarts. Sometimes I think to myself, I'd like a Pop-Tart. That would explain why then you've <laughs> you've eaten Pop-Tarts. But I'm trying to remember. But 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 the the amount of times I've bought Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts does not nearly equal the amount of Pop-Tarts I've eaten, which, like you, numbers in the thousands, if not tens of thousands. So we eat Pop-Tarts through osmosis somehow. I don't know how that happens. But I, I feel like I eat them at craft service tables sometimes. I feel that is exactly right. I feel like there must have been Pop-Tarts at the craft service table and I've eaten them. I don't know why. Because they're delicious. Well, because they are delicious. A Pop-Tart is a, is a fine snack. It's not, a, it's not something that you'd, you'd think to yourself, I'm going to eat something healthy. Let me have a Pop-Tart. It's a treat. I couldn't have said any better. It's a treat. What better <laughs> treat is there than a Pop-Tart? We got two flavors today. You got strawberry? Well, you have to distinguish because Hello. there's frosted strawberry oh. and unfrosted strawberry. Damn, girl. One would what? not buy an unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tart unless one was self-hating Hold because a it's, it's, it's a cock tease. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand what you just said. You're saying there's some Pop-Tarts that come unfrosted? That's right. You can buy a naked Pop-Tart. You could buy a, <laughs> you could buy a Pop-Tart without the, the frosting on top, which to me defeats the entire purpose of the Pop-Tart. Do you, can you? At the store where I purchased these Pop-Tarts, right beside the frosted Pop-Tarts was an option of unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tarts in a bigger box. This is a box of eight, which, is, which we'll get to in a second. They had an option no of like No frosting on them. None. Naked Pop-Tart. I don't know why I'm, I'm so perplexed by this. I must have seen that, and yet I, I can't I, – when I close my eyes and I think of the Pop-Tart, it's got mm-hmm. frosting on it. Yeah. No, it's like a, it's like a chick who shaves her, shaves her pubes. Uh, what? Yeah. It's like that. What is the first thing? A chick who shaves her pubes. Oh, okay. I thought you talked about some kind of chick like, – like a like a like a some kind of ham or a Spanish meat chicken no, 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 no. or something. I no, thought you it's said. like a chick who shaves her pubes. Okay. That's an unfrosted pop tart. Although, although what? I'm fine with the chick who shaves her pubes. Sure. Not fine with the unfrosted pop tart. No, no. If you had to line them all up, right, it would be fine with the chicks. Right. Right. But maybe not so fine with the pop tarts. That's exactly the order. And the other thing you want to do, don't want to do, is confuse the two. Uh, no, but but in fairness, I don't think you would. But if you did, it might get a little messy come toaster time. Yes.
No, we didn't. We don't have a toaster. Why we don't? I mean, I wasn't thinking about that because I never eat them toasted. Well, I can tell you this: I eat them toasted. I, I I can remember being at a craft service table, putting it in the toaster, and noticing that when toasted, my favorite part far and away was along the edges. Yeah. Do you? What would you ever do? consider microwaving a pop tart? I don't even know. I would never consider it. I, let me put it this way: I have never considered. Let me see. Oh, pop tarts microwave instructions. There you go. Do you want to eat one Hello. unheated and one heated? Guess. Yeah, of course I do. But guess how high? Guess how long you microwave it for? This I would not have guessed this at all. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, got your guesses, folks? Three seconds. <laughs> I mean, what? That's I'm weird. about to put that to a test, and I will tell you how that goes. I'll be right back. All right. Mike and Tom eat snacks. Just returned from the kitchen, and we'll tell you right now: the three seconds to quote Tom Cavanaugh is bullshit. But I think, in fairness, we all kind of knew that it would be bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think there might three be some sort of liability high. question around the three seconds. Because I'm thinking that the filling warms up quicker than anything else. We put it in th- three seconds. There was, there was no noticeable change in temperature. So I mean, I'm ha- I just took a bite. I mean, it's completely satisfying. But it, and the filling is slightly warmer. Mm-hmm. But three seconds is I don't know I don't know what they're protecting themselves. With well, but after we after we after seconds. the three seconds we put it in for ten seconds, knowing right. that the three seconds had done nothing. Here's what it is, Michael. In red underneath, you ready? Mm-hmm. If pastry is overheated, frosting slash filling can become extremely hot and could cause burns. Right. That's what you have it right there. You got the people going. Okay, Cosmo Kramer is going to come into my house and start suing me for all I'm worth. I'm going to give him like you know a lifetime supply of coffee. This is, this is what it is. Someone's written a letter. Someone's burnt their tongue. And they're like, if we put it on three seconds, it could never, ever possibly – we're not liable. Mm-hmm. Right on the box. Three seconds. Three seconds. You might as well just, just not put it in the microwave. But now it's disappointing because really have some pride in your product, folks. If Believe you in yourselves. Taste, yeah. If you want to make it taste as good as it can. We tried 10. Right. And even 10. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. We tried uh, put, 20. We tried 20. Very good. And now you're talking. 20 I, is – 20, 20 seems to be about the magic number. Yeah. I'm eating it. Yes. I'm enjoying it. If you don't like sweet foods, the Pop-Tart is not for you. That's a given. You can't you – can, there's, no, there's no savory Pop-Tart. They don't have the Croque Monsieur Pop-Tart, although they should. What's funny is it's an item that you put in a toaster and so the association – the closest association, of course, is toast. But this would be like if you took toast and jammed it full of brown sugar. Mm-hmm. The Pop-Tart is – and this is I think why it's conceived as a children's food. Is like, you know what? You can get them to eat this because basically you're just – you're feeding them sugar. Yeah. Well, kids like sugar. Because Adults sugar. like sugar. Everybody likes sugar. Yeah. There's no mystery as to why Pop-Tarts are popular. They're, they're – they're the, yeah, I think you're right. They're the sweetest thing you would routinely put in a toaster. You're not going to put anything sweeter in a toaster than a Pop-Tart. Even a, any kind of pastry strudel, you're just not – in terms of sweetness, Pop-Tarts is, is about as, as sweet as you're going to get, which I, which I suspect is why they sell the unfrosted Pop-Tart because they want to give people who don't want that much sweetness an option. Listen, it's a good source of seven vitamins and minerals. <laughs> <laughs> These are the – in big paintbrush strokes across the package of the Pop-Tarts – Good source of seven vitamins and minerals. Good source of five B vitamins. Yeah. 
They're doing everything in their power to convince you that there are some health benefits to Pop-Tarts. And the number one ingredient, enriched flour. Yeah, probably followed by sugar, right? Uh, I have to st- wait till the parentheses stop here because it's wheat flour, niacin, reduced iron, thiamine, mononitrate, vitamin B1, riboflavin, blah, blah, blah. It goes on forever, and the next ingredient is sugar. Yeah, what else would it be? Yeah. And that's fine. Just don't, you know, don't pretend you're something that you're not. No, you're sorry, not- it's corn syrup. Oh, okay. Which then, is sugar. Then, we got, then the next ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Uh-huh. Fructose, as you know, is a sugar. Yes. Dextrose, also a sugar. <laughs> so, so after enriched flour, we got three sugars, three forms of sugars. Fantastic. You could have 30 as far as I'm concerned. But I don't care. then we got the soybean and palm oil, and then in parentheses, which I, which I really like, with TBHQ for freshness. Oh, yeah. Well, you want the TBHQ. And then after that, you know what the next ingredient is? Mm-mm. After all that? Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's sugar. It's just sugar. Yeah, it's sugar. And, and as I said, as I said, I'm fine with that. Um, I know Pop-Tarts are a nutritional disaster. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, it's essentially like exploding a, 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 not a full nuclear bomb, but like a suitcase nuclear bomb. A dirty in, bomb. A, yeah, but, but yes. Okay, a dirty bomb into my, into my system. Yeah. I'm happy to do that all day long. Sure. I think it's it, it, terrific. Dirty bomb your system on up with the Pop-Tart. Right. My 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 system can handle a dirty bomber too. Sure, absolutely it can. Um, the pop tart is too sweet for me, mm-hmm. and you know me, Mike. I like sweet. You do, but there's something about the a, a too sweet pastry that I have difficulty with. Uh huh. I wish I could say because I think you were right that they are too sweet. I wish I could say that I find them too sweet. You can't I don't. Say that? I don't because uh, my. My sweet tooth knows no bounds. Well, does it, is it, does it not discern? Does your sweet tooth not no. discern? It does, it, everything's, everything sweet is good? That, that makes no yes. sense to me. Yes. I'm it gonna, is an undiscerning sweet tooth. On Mike and Tom's uh, – Mike and Tom eat snacks. You're going to get exposed. What do you mean? I feel we're going to expose you. That's like, something yeah, too that's, sweet? Yeah. I'm going to put some balaclava in front of you. Oh, I like you, that. <laughs> well, I'm going to put some kind of um, – you can't even think of anything. Yeah, taffy, saltwater taffy. I like that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find something and put it in front of you and just be like, it's just too sweet. That will be the exception that proves the rule, Tom, because when it comes to like extreme tastes, extremely but sweet. But a man has to pick. Like you have to, you know, you have to like some – I can't believe that you like everything that's sweet. That makes no sense to me. Well, I don't. I don't like everything that's sweet, but, but, but the amount of sweetness is rarely a determinant in terms of whether or not I like something. If something is very sweet, to me, that's generally a good thing. You know? See, I take, we were talking about cabbage. Say I take a bunch of cabbage and I pour some maple syrup on it. I, but that's a different thing. You're, cha- you're altering the experience, you're altering my expectation of what I want cabbage to be. I don't want cabbage to be sweet. But I, they have stuff like that sweetened cabbage. Do they? Yeah, I would like that. <laughs> I think I would like that a lot. All right, um, I'm not going to argue about your preferences. I just I'm a little skeptical. I'll tell you something else I like about the frosted strawberry pop tart as opposed to the brown sugar cinnamon pop tart. Go on the sprinkles. You like the sprinkles? Oh, they're fun. It's funny. I don't. What? I prefer the I I I definitely prefer the uh, brown. What's it called? The brown sugar. Brown sugar cinnamon. Brown sugar cinnamon. Um, I don't like a bunch of little granule bumps messing up my my taste buds. I like the nice, coated, smooth 
sugary, cinnamony taste of mm. this. You know, I love a granule the, bump. The brown sugar and the cinnamon. The granule bump is the clitoris of the Pop-Tart. I'm more of a guy who just gets in there right, and gets down to business. And you're more of a, a ladies' man, right? Mm-hmm. You're more of a – you're there to please. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like – I'm a people I'm, pleaser. Do you mind if I uh, introduce myself to your clitoris? You're that kind of guy. Right. Like, my, I've been at dinner parties with you mm-hmm. and watch you like introduce yourself to the hostess and – you know, she'd be like, "Well, I'm good friends with Barbara Bush, and mm-hmm. I met the uh, I met the Bushes back in Texas." And you're like, "I would like to get a hold of that clitoris young lady." Right. You say that kind of stuff, yeah. And people just love you. They respond well. You are you you know, that's the thing about you, a giver. You know, sometimes I think good comedy, you got to be a bit of a giver. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I'm not always. No. A lot of times you need to be a taker. <laughs> you have to be. I'm going to try and take your pride. I'm going to mock you. Right. Because other people are going to find that funny, right? Yeah. I'm going to let me let me isolate you, yeah. Uh, as a as a as a lion would isolate a, a wounded zebra, or gazelle, or you know what? Even better, um, what's the bok? What's the what? B o k, b o k, springbok, a springbok. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, fine. The way a lion isolates a springbok. I was going to say springbok. I was worried our viewers would not know what a springbok was. Let me tell you something. The viewers that are tuning in to Mike and Tom eat snacks, A, aren't viewers, and B, are all over the spring bok. Okay. More so than the bok choy? Way more so. And yet you'd think you'd describe them maybe as foodies, but you know what they are? They're snack people. And Mm -hmm. a good snack people, a good snack people Mm -hmm. from all over the world, if you meet a good snack people, they know the spring bok. The thing is, if you're a snacky, you got to know a little something about everything because you have to be able to put the snacks in context. You have to know that a lion attacks a springbok if you're going to have any appreciation for a Pop-Tart. And what, why is that? I don't know. No. I was hoping you'd <laughs> back me up. Is. I was hoping you'd back me up. Well, I will back up because you know one of the things that the good snacky, the true snacky knows? What's up? Is that there's a wide world out there of snack. And if I just concentrate on one snack, it, it's, it's not going to be any good. It's not going to be good for me. You know, you need to you need to swing a bit in your snack game. And what you find with the lion after he attacks the springbok, he doesn't gorge until he cannot eat anymore. Yeah, he does. Well, he gorges until he cannot eat anymore, but then he doesn't gorge beyond that. Well, no, because you know he, he can't does? eat anymore. He climbs a tree a little bit, goes out on a limb, and has a nap. I don't think the lion climbs a tree. A, a low-hanging, long-limb mm. branch. Sure, they're up in the tree. Lions climb trees, my friend. Tigers might climb trees. So do lions. They're on the low-hanging branches just lying there, sunning themselves. No. Absolutely. Why would they climb? There's no, they have no predator. Why right. would they climb a tree? I'll tell you what. Nobody's attacking <clears throat> the lion. They like, to, they like to sun themselves. Oh, God. Okay, here's the thing. You're aggravating me. If Let's just let the, the mate's host that has spent time in Africa decide where the lions are. Which one of which one is that? Well, let's let's decide. Okay, um, I'm going to say you because you've spent time in Africa. <laughs> um, say, say a lion sees you walking, and an hours ago would would have jumped down from his tree uh-huh. and killed you. Okay, after he's just eaten a huge meal of springbok, he's just going to watch you go by. He lets you go. Mm-hmm. He's like, nope, no why? Got a full belly right now. Mm-hmm. The lion doesn't go. Gonna be hungry in the morning. A nice, a nice, a nice bit of Michael Ian Black would go a long ways in mm-hmm. the morning. 
No, the lion thinks this is all there is. Mm-hmm. I shall never be hungry again. Mm-hmm. It's just me and the sun and a big full belly. Mm-hmm. I that, wish that were the case with me. Because I'm full of Pop-Tart. Yeah. I'm still eating the Pop-Tart. Yeah. But here's the thing. You don't want to just eat Pop-Tart tomorrow. No. And the next day and the next day. Nope. You know, you you you're, you got wandering eyes. The, 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 the true snacky's got the wandering eyes. Oh, yeah. In fact, why don't you toss that bag right over there? To right, me. right here? That's the one. From your hometown, Jerusalem? We got in the mail. I'm pleased about this, by the way. Now that now that you know I've had some pop tart, you know when you go sweet, the next thing you do, want to do is you want to go salty. A hundred percent. And ordinarily, you know, we don't do multiple snacks, but we got this lovely letter, uh, Michael, Ian, and Tom. Please accept this gift as a token of gratitude for the free weekly entertainment you provide me with. I resisted your podcast for a long time. You know, I mean, you're setting me up a little bit because you know that I absolutely 100% love that line. It's a great line. I, I love the fact that this guy, what's his name? Chris? Chris. I love the fact that Chris is sitting there going, nope, not today, boys. <laughs> he's, you know, he's got Mike and Tom trying to, trying to seduce him, trying to lull him into a false sense of security and then get him into their podcast, but not him. He's like, you know what? He's not a sucker. He's from Ohio. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? That might work for that might work for the large state of Ohio, but not here, mm-hmm. not in this house, right? Not at Chris's place. He resisted, he resisted for a long time, and he resisted for a, a long, long time. time. And what I want to know is like, how hard was that for him? For Chris, it was it seems was like it was like, pretty hard. Was it was it every every night staring at the computer, going, nope, you know what? No, thank you, <laughs> and just like killing him. I would love to log on to Mike and Tommy snacks. Not today, boys. The only thing I can think of is that maybe he even had some friends saying. Hey, you know that guy from the state and from Comedy Central? He's got a new podcast. And I, think, I see Chris going, not for me, pals. <laughs> no, sir. I've been, I've been burned too many times. You know what? Not this guy. <laughs> not this guy. And, you know, the next day maybe, you know, in the way I see it, he's got like maybe two guys now going, I did listen to it. You were great, Leon. It's fantastic. And then, Chris, you got to listen to it. And him now he's got two people. Now he's got the peers really on him. He's like, can't do it, boys. That's true resisting. True resistance. This is what happened. I'll continue this story. One day. You've got to love that he's resi- resisting it. I was shoveling two feet of snow off of my driveway. Had no other options. That, and decided to and give you a try. And that is, as you know, the next line, which I love. <laughs> Had no. He'd resisted it for, uh, you know, a month maybe? <laughs> well, a long time. No chance, Tom. No chance, Mike. You're you're not gonna get me, right? You know I'm gonna put my podcast attention elsewhere. And then one day, they got a a big dump of snow. Mm-hmm. The man's forthright. He's got to make sure the laneway is shoveled. And he gets out there and he shovels two feet of snow. And after that, he could sit down, pop on Hogan's Heroes, maybe grab himself a drink or a. I think this is nice why, I thing. think this is while he was shoveling. Is my no. understanding of the of the of the telling. Is that Does he, the line not imply that, that it was after that he had no other options? Uh, it says, one day I was shoveling two feet of snow off of my driveway, yep. had no other options, and decided to give you a try. To me, he needs some, some distraction while he's doing the shoveling. Ah. He's, been, he's, he's listened to Mark Maron up the wazoo. Yep. He's had as much Mark Maron as he could stand. He's listened to Sklarbro Country. Yep. He's listened to Comedy Death Ray. Uh, he's got he's got no other options. He's listened the shit out of this American life. And listen to Biggs. Oh, uh, uh, all of that. Yeah. Uh, Prairie Home Companion. Mm-hmm. Nothing but. Yep. 
And then finally he's like, uh Maybe as he's gotten halfway through the driveway, you know, this American life has just ended. Right. And it's like, well, that's it for an NPR for her. And he's just like, ah. He looks down the driveway, mm-hmm. half a driveway to go. <laughs> Fuck. Ah. <laughs> uh, damn it. He knows it's inevitable. Yeah. He knew this day would probably come. He resisted as long as he could. And God bless him for Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. You know, I mean – 99.999% of the humans out there are still resisting. Yeah, more, successfully. <laughs> successfully and more power to them. <laughs> but I love the fact that we broke this guy. And I love the fact that he cops to it. I yeah. love the fact that he writes us a letter and tells us, guys, you can consider yourselves lucky. You know why? The climate <laughs> in Ohio. You can consider yourselves lucky that I got two feet of snow because one foot wouldn't have done it. Nope. And, and again, full credit to him, then admits – that it has become one of his is – it, is it, is I am glad I did. See? As it has quickly become my favorite bit of ear candy. A real sportsman. Oh, this is a guy – if he was running for office right now, he'd get my vote. Yeah. Because it's a guy who said, I took a position. Yeah. I, I, I stuck to it. Yeah. When presented with evidence that was uh, different than, than, than the position that I took, I changed my position. That's right. Yeah. That is a guy that just wants the facts. He does right or he does wrong. As, oppo- uh, as opposed to just saying this is wrong and blindly following that philosophy as far as it will go. Not we, this could guy. All, we could all learn a lesson from this guy. I feel like I have. But then he takes it another step. But there's more? Enjoy these snacks. He sent us snacks from Michael Ian Black's backyard, meaning Jerusalem, which is, as you know, where I'm from. He sent us a bag of uh, yeah, he Hebrew. didn't go to your backyard in Connecticut for this. He went no, to no. Jerusalem. He, he, he went. He went to to my homeland of Israel, Israel, and brought back uh, a bag of Israeli Cheetos. Israeli Cheetos. Yeah, these are Cheetos with the, the familiar Chester Cheetah on the cover. All the writing is in Hebrew, um, and but they seem to be a flavor that I've never heard of because if you'll notice on the package couple of peanuts right on the front. So I don't no, know. What no, the- we have heard of this. Oh, have he, we? Yeah. We brought – yes. We, uh, when we were doing our initial Cheetos podcast, um, we were going down the list and I think that was it. One of them was a peanut butter Cheeto uh-huh. and, and he has done a lot more legwork than us obviously. Yeah. No, he, 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 had to, he had to go really the extra cubit to get these peanut I, butter. I, I'm very impressed. You know what this whole scenario reminds me of? Um, the the Kevin Costner vehicle Dances with Wolves. I was just going to say that. How could it not remind you of Dances with Wolves? Because there you've got on one side the Indian, mm-hmm. on the other side Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. and both of them think, oh, the, the, the white man is bad. Ah, the Indian's a savage. And yet they meet, and they they find that they've got a lot more in common than they thought. Yeah, It's like a man shoveling snow thinking this podcast, is, I'm just not going to do it. Then he does it, and then what? What do you next thing you know? You're smoking a peace pipe in a teepee with Kevin Costner. I'm going to try a peanut Cheeto. Yeah, we're all. We're I thought it would be terrible. Breathless. I honestly was waiting for the joke where oh. where we talked about how good Chris is and and coming together, and I'm going to eat the Cheeto, There's and then this wolves. is terrible. It sucks. Right, but and it happens. It's not great. Not terrible. Well, the smell is off-putting. The smell is off-putting. Because, you know, you look at the – and the bag, folks, I don't know if Michael mentioned that it, it, it is flame orange the way the regular Cheetos bag is. 
Um, but then you open the bag and that normal sharp cheddar aroma is nowhere to be found. Instead, it's a... Hey. Yeah, you know what? I'm four in and I'm done with it. I'm going to try one. It's weird because it, the consistency is exactly the Cheeto consistency. Right. You have to let go of some preconceived notions yeah. with Cheetos. But the cheese flavor is nowhere to be found. Right. So it's the, it's the Cheeto consistency but a peanut flavor. Yeah, a, a, a tiny bit sweet, a little bit salty, yeah. not really not terrible. No, it's not terrible. It's just hard to it, – because it, I think the thing is it looks so much like a Cheeto. Like unlike Chris, I'm hanging on to my pre- preconceived notions. I'm not budging. Right. I'm not really a fan. It, uh, but, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a suicide bomber. Uh, you know, you get on the bus – you uh-huh. see this thing, yep. you're like, oh, that's not going to hurt me. You put it in your mouth, guess what? It blows up, blows up the bust, and you're like, oh, that hurt me. Yeah, I think the analogy is poor at best, um, but the fact remains I don't really care for them. Okay. Ratings? Yeah, let's rate it up. Ratings. 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 Well, we're, what we're doing here is we're rating up the Pop-Tart. Uh, gosh. Wow. Um, the Pop-Tart is uh, – there's so much to the Pop-Tart. And maybe we haven't completely got there. I think the one thing we didn't mention is it really isn't uh, a slice of Americana. The Pop-Tart is a quintessential American snack. And I also feel – I don't know how far back it goes, but I feel like it, it's one of those like um, – what was the one we did recently? Uh, uh, the Peppermint Patty. Yeah. And Iconic. That, that, yeah. And the Pop-Tart feels much, very much the same. Would you agree with that? I would say there's a certain kind of post-industrial age snack – of which the Pop-Tart is emblematic. It has a kind of space-age quality to it. A 1950s, gee whiz, look what we can do with our toaster, almost sci-fi quality to it, which maybe is lost in the modern day because we're so used to the Pop-Tart, but it seems to me that it is a product of the space age. Yeah. I mean, if this were the Civil War, and while all the troops were sleeping, I placed... A box of eight toaster pastries, Pop-Tarts, mm-hmm. right down in the middle by the campfire. And when the boys woke up, what is they, this prob- magic? they probably would have thought it had come from outer space. Uh, w- absolutely. Everything about it is, 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 uh, is space age. It's outer spacey. Uh, the, the, the shiny tinfoil wrapper, the, uh, the, the, the perfectly manufactured system. That, that created this Pop-Tart, the product itself, the sprinkles on it, so beautifully distributed. It is a, pr- it is a product of an age uh, of technological achievement and wonder. If you had foisted Pop-Tarts upon one side or the other, not both, I wonder if the, the Civil War would have had a different outcome. Absolutely. That this could have been. If this been could have so been distracted. We we could go. We could go fight Lee, but we could also sit down and have. Oh, the, they the, have cinnamon pop tarts now. This this would have been a technological advantage that the other side could not have overcome. Pop tarts. I think you're right. Well, we got. I guess we got to do two ratings. One for the frosted strawberry. One for the frosted brown sugar cinnamon. I will start with the cinnamon because it's closest to me. It is as far as pop tarts go. Pretty good. A little too sweet for me, I have to say. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> Minute 32. Minute 32. It's a little too sweet for no, me. No, and what? Uh, it can't be. What did oh, – that's the exception right here in the room all along? Here's the thing. The elephant and the exception were the same damn thing. Here's the thing. Go on. I say things I don't mean almost constantly. Oh, I know that. 
right. it weren't for that, I don't know how we would ever be friends. Okay. You're like, yeah, I like you, Tom. Right. Exactly right. right? That's a perfect I'd, example. I, I'd love to hang out. Perfect example. Why, why don't you have the? Why don't we have the? Why don't you go? Come on over. Why don't we do a podcast? I'd love to hang out with you. Right. I have no enthusiasm for this podcast. No, none whatsoever. I think it, it it's blatant. Right. Um, but I enjoyed it. I don't think I, I don't know that I've ever eaten a full brown sugar cinnamon pop tart before. Certainly not heated. Certainly not microwaved. I give it a six. The frosted strawberry for me is my go-to pop tart. That's the pop tart that I'm going to go to when I want a pop tart. Is that why you call it your go-to pop tart? Because yeah. it's the one you go to? Yeah, that's oh. why. All right. <laughs> All right. It's my default Pop-Tart. If I want a Pop-Tart, that's the one I'm going to. I'm going to start. It's, it's, my, it's, my, it's my alpha and my omega. It's my go-to it's pop your, It's your go-to default and alpha and omega? Yeah. It is my first string Pop-Tart. Yeah, it's your first <laughs> string. It's your starter Pop-Tart. Yes. Yeah. When the starter pistol goes, yeah. I'm running to that yeah. Pop-Tart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when somebody says, where's your champ Pop-Tart, that's your champ right there. That's, uh, He's undisputed. Champ. Yeah. Undisputed. It's also, it's also your heavyweight Pop-Tart. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. would put that – if it was a fight against other Pop-Tarts, that part's gonna, you'd bring that out your heavyweight every champ time. Every Pop-Tart. Time. Mm-hmm. Every single yep. time. Uh, consequently, it's my most favored Pop-Tart, mm-hmm. the one that I think is the most delicious of all the Pop-Tarts. I give it a six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that tickled our producer, Ian. <laughs> I have to say, I didn't mind it so much myself. Um, what's interesting is your alpha go-to favored Pop-Tart, your, your, your champ Pop-Tart is 0.5 of a rating better than the other mundane pedestrian quotidian Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, uh, I am not – as you know, I much, much prefer the uh, – the brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart to your uh, Alpha Omega um, frosted strawberry Pop-Tart. I, unlike you, however, don't consider myself enough of a connoisseur of the Pop-Tart to be able to say this is my go-to Pop-Tart because I never go to the Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. I rarely go to the – I have the Pop-Tart. I am a guy that has the Pop-Tarts brung to him. I don't go and get the Pop-Tarts. And – I might point out also that nobody's bringing me Pop-Tarts. I've never seen that. I'm a guy who has a Pop-Tarts brung to him, except nobody brings them to him. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's a transaction I've never seen take place. Yeah, it's uh, got to do... Although today, I brought you Pop-Tarts. And that's when I consume them. Right. You did so out of a sense of duty. Other people have done, like, maybe they've tripped. Uh Uh-huh. And and Pop-Tarts have fallen toward me, but they weren't bringing them to me. They were taking them to the guy by the alcove at the back near the kitchen, and they weren't bringing them to me. Um... So I don't consider myself enough of a connoisseur to have an Alpha Omega Foxtrot Pop-Tart. But I will say this. I know what I like, and I like the brown sugar cinnamon better than I like the strawberry. Mm-hmm. So, but I like it, unlike you with the, you know, I like it a lot more. Significantly oh, really? more. I, I, like the, I like the brown sugar cinnamon significantly more than, the strawberry for some reason tastes sweeter than me, sweeter to me than the brown sugar cinnamon. Mm-hmm. So I will give the uh, frosted strawberry. Uh, I will give it a five, but the brown sugar cinnamon a five point five. Okay, so similar similar differential. No, I don't see it that way at all. Well, it was a, it was a, it was a half point differential. Yeah, I don't I don't see it that way. Uh, I'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>